0: Hello and welcome to the PC Gamer podcast. I'm Ross Atherton, your editor, and joining me today in the PC Gamer studio are... Uh, me, I'm Tim, I'm the editor. Hello Tim. And also... Hello, I'm John, extraordinary freelancer. That's John Walker, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the famous one. And uh, also, of course, finally...
1: Tom Francis, hastily swallowing Tic Tacs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well done. To Cinnamon flavoured Tic Tacs. They're quite festive. Yeah, we wanted our breath to smell nice for this podcast, so I hope mm. you're appreciating that. Can you Just smell it? Put your nose closer <laughs> to the speaker.
0: <laughs> lovely. Right, so, um, well, here we are. It's it, it, I, I, it's about Christmas time. Happy Christmas, if you're listening, and it's Christmas. If it's January, uh, and it's not, well, Happy New Year. Um, so, uh, of course, we've got the new issue of Piece of Gamer UK out on the shelves anytime time now, about 20th of December, if it's not that time yet. Go and look for it. It's yellow and warm and lovely. And, um... So, yeah, what should we talk about, guys?
2: Christmas and games? 2008 and some video games.
0: Yes. Yeah, games. And possibly games. important news.
2: Really? Yeah. We
0: have important news? Yeah. should we save that for later? Yeah. should we do the charts first? Seems inevitable. Excellent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the joy in this podcast is overwhelming. <laughs> Can you feel the love? The Christmas spirit is infecting okay. us all. Okay, so so
0: this is from, uh, yeah, this is the weekend, in December. Yeah. And uh, are we going to do them in reverse order?
2: Yeah, from number 10.
0: For, um, Going all the way through. My god, Well, all day. we
2: can do um from 20 if you want. No. <laughs> no I think just 10. Sim Society is at number 10. Oh, which which we grief. hate, right? It's utterly rubbish. It's a travesty. <laughs> it's
0: just. Can you sum up in <coughs> in 20 seconds, John, why SimCity Society is not a good game and not worthy of the Sim City name?
3: Well, it isn't a Sim City game most importantly. Yeah. It's a uh, the fact you can completely complete... Completely complete? Hey, I'm a writer. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Uh, all, all of the missions and achievements and everything in about six hours. And it's too easy. The only other difficulty modes make it easier. Um, and you can satisfy children equally with a school as with a burger joint. <laughs> so it's pretty true to life, then. Yeah, absolutely. A it's, just, it's a horrible, hollow and, 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 yeah. and empty version of SimCity. The SimCity, SimCity games SimC-
1: were supposed to teach you a message, weren't they? They were full
0: of joy, they were happy. They
3: were happy, you know, exciting, and interesting,
0: um, very human games. But this one
2: isn't actually about building a city, is it? It's, about, it's essentially a board game about balancing abstract numbers about that the city makes, and then placing buildings based on those abstract numbers, rather than saying, I quite like this residential, and put residential down, z- residential zone down, and seeing if stuff up- appears.
3: And, and so much of it doesn't make sense. You're, sort of, you're asked to build, you know, you need to build something creative. You need more creative points. And there's some, you can build some statue that generates creative points. But you don't need to build it near your city. You can go to the far right-hand corner of the map mm. and spam 20 of them in a corner. <laughs> and that works. That'll do. What did we give it 50? 50. 50%. Overmarked. Because as I said in the review, <laughs> it's half a game. So
1: I, gave no, a I think percent. that's still one of the harsher scores it's got, though. Well, yeah, what wrong. do they all know? I'm dead shocked. Yeah, I thought it right. would be really panned.
0: Number nine. Number nine. The Orange Box. Oh, yeah, that's quite good. It's all right. What's what's, what's in it again? I can't remember.
2: <laughs> uh, Clementines. Sasuma's.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. It's like a Christmas stocking, basically. Yeah. yeah. Tangerines. Yeah. Number no. eight. Yep. Need for Speed Pro Street. That's not very good. What happened to the Need for Speed series? It was brilliant a few years ago.
2: doesn't actually have the city in it now. Right. Another city. It's just some race... Well, the old it's, it's all tracks now, isn't it? It's like Yeah, days. the old for Speed had this mm. kind of GTA-style end bit mm. that you could drive around. It doesn't have that now. It's just got tracks in it. And, amazingly, um, on the Xbox, it has achievements, but those achievements are sponsored by insurance companies. <laughs> what? Yeah, so you get five... five insurance companies? Insurance companies are <laughs> sponsoring the achievements related to the crashes in the game. <laughs> <laughs> now, the second part of this, which is um, just as funny, but outrageous is it's another one of those ea games on the xbox in which you can either play the game or you can pay to unlock the game and you can at every point in the game when it, when an object is offered you can either pay the in-game money or you can pay actual money to unlock that bit
1: what so why would you pay real money because you can't be bothered to play the yes. game all oh, right reason. so you, if you're broke in the game you can pay with real money yeah yeah. It's very this important this to... is
2: the end of video games because there's a fair chance that this will be Christmas number one
0: again.
1: Yes, now we should talk about
0: our little bet, shouldn't we, Timmy? Yeah. Every year, Tim and I have a little bet on what's going to be all formats Christmas number one and I always, always win. It's high stakes, one pound. One whole pound wow. because I always, always say Need for Speed. I'm going And, for and Tim same... always says something ridiculous like Nintendogs.
2: Nintendogs would have been number one last year <laughs> if they had to release this on
0: three different SKUs.
2: SKUs... I hate that word. Anyway, um, it's going to be The Simpsons this year.
0: That's your bet. Yeah. It's so not going to be The Simpsons. It's
1: not. Currently, it's currently it's Need for Speed. We've got a couple more weeks. Yeah. I'd like to wait until we've heard the whole chart before I make my prediction. Okay. But
0: this is just PC chart. We're talking about all formats. But
2: Uh, anyway, I
1: don't know about those formats. (laughs) What's number seven,
2: Tim? Championship Manager 2008. There you go. It's that football thing again. Number six, The Sims 2. Yeah. Just the the whole Sims. Yeah, yeah, it's just popped back up. (laughs)
1: because <laughs> they bought all the add-on packs now yeah. they're just buying the main Hang game God, again. we're missing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, maybe, maybe copies of The Sims deteriorate over time. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain it. And so everyone who bought it two years ago has had to go out and buy it again. Planned obsolescence.
3: Yeah. Attention EA lawyers, Ross's opinions are not necessarily <laughs> the opinions of future publishing. Actually, there's there a, there
0: there a, dis- there a new kind of um, way of making DVDs. Uh, they're, they're essentially biodegradable. And we've been looking into these for potentially using for, for PC gamer discs, uh, but I was a bit worried that you know you, it might start deteriorating after a few months and might kind of you know you might not be able to to, to read it in your in your player. Um, so I asked about it, and apparently it's hundred years. So uh, <laughs> you know, mind you, yeah, but PC gamer discs are forever. When 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 I'm 130, <laughs> like <dogs>. 131, I'll <laughs> still want to use my DVDs. So yeah. we'll stick to the old ones, thanks very much. They'll still be here with the cockroaches in a thousand years.
2: It's amazing when aliens come down; they just listen to the PC gamer podcast. That would be sweet. That's all they have about civilization, which yeah. is some jokes about expansion packs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I like that your. DVDs be <laughs> the only remnants of civilization. <laughs> your, so your argument is let's use non biodegradable plastic that won't erode because when I lived to the impossible age <laughs> of 30... What's impossible about it?
1: I'm sorry, the very possible age yeah. of 30. The thing a lot of people don't take into account is that you know, life expectancy now is um, like, I don't know what it is, but some people live to over 100 and it's not completely out of. Um, it's not completely phenomenal when someone knows you're 100 now. But by the time we're 100, it would have gone up by like another yeah. 50 years. <laughs> Particularly when you can Technically, program.
0: we're going to live together. It's like, uh, live forever. <laughs> it's like the, the tortoise in the hare. So live us together for forever.
1: Yes, yeah. actually. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that nice? No, we're all going to die alone.
0: Fair enough.
2: What's number five? Sims 2 Bon Voyage. <laughs> oh, God. Hey! Okay. What's your favourite bone? Bone? <laughs> Tibula. Bone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Had to get that in quickly, so I knew it would be a popular one.
2: <laughs> I, I like the FEMA because it's the biggest bone,
1: right? And it sounds like the emergency fund organization <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. in America. Yeah. Um, that would be hilarious. your appointment to FEMA up. will be finalised within the week. <laughs> <laughs> when, when oh, this is really first crazy. line of Deus when Sech, the um,
2: Katrina stuff happened and
1: FEMA was really criticised,
0: did you immediately think of Deus Ex? Yeah, <laughs> <side> is, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've already arranged the matter with the Senate. <laughs>
0: I, t- I don't know yeah. what my favourite bone is. I think it might be the it might be the patella. This has got a. It sounds like Nutella. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> that's the level of logic you're going to get here at the PC Gaming Podcast.
3: Well, uh, you yeah, <laughs> nothing else. Um, yeah, that's what I'm going for. John does have a favourite bone. I think very practically, I'm going to choose uh, the spine. <gasps> no, coccyx, Funnier name. That's true. I once bruised my coccyx.
1: really <laughs> That really hurts. It's quite
3: easy to shatter your coccyx,
1: Is it? Yeah. Uh, cock 6 <laughs> uh, Number
2: 4 Unreal Tournament 3 It's a decent game Yeah, Tom I'm going to take issue
1: with The was playing it last night Single player is so bad That's what I say in my review yeah, that's true. <laughs> Okay, true So anyway, what, You take issue with PC Zone Who say that the AI is fantastic And incredibly human like And that's precisely what's wrong With the game It's not
0: it, Yeah Who also reviewed that for them?
1: Martin Corder I believe
0: He's a lovely mm. chap. Well, yes, he is. He's, he's very big and strong, so I'm, not, I'm not going to argue with him. <laughs> Although, to be fair, <laughs> oh, most
2: I'll people see? I play with online are idiots or don't really know how to yeah, play the so game. Yeah, so, so, so the bots I can't are quite
1: human. the But um, the reason I was particularly vicious on the bots is that I played with a bunch of um, new people in the future. I just kind of had a load of people join my server and um, play around. They had no idea what was going on. Most of them, I don't think, even knew how Onslaught worked. And they were much more intelligent and much more useful companions than just than even like, high-level bots. Yeah. So even players who don't know what's going on are better at using the orb than the AI that's been specifically designed to use the orb. Plus they'll say lol when you fall uh, off a cliff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the um, text-to-speech engine has to read it out. <laughs> which is oh, hilarious. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> By the oh, way, if you, if you can hear cracking and popping on this podcast,
0: that's John cracking his patella. Or his coccyx, I'm not sure. Uh, number three, Crisis. <laughs> that's a Hooray! good one. Hey! I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow? <laughs> can I talk about hardware? No. Oh,
3: yeah. why? you never let me like talk about <laughs> hardware.
0: I'm why building. asking
1: permission What's, from your deputy
2: you the, you're editor. the <laughs> so you can talk about all
0: the hell you yeah, like. Yeah, but I always get shouted down when <laughs> you talk about hardware. We like to I've, keep hardware talk to a minimum. i yeah. bought all the bits for a new PC. I'm going to build it tomorrow morning, and then tomorrow afternoon I'm going to play Crisis, Unless something goes wrong. But hey, I'm building a new PC. What could possibly it's go wrong? What's <laughs> <gonna> happen <laughs> is you're
2: going to start up Crisis, you're going to play it, and then about half past seven you're going to get bored, and you're going to play World of Warcraft on your you old see, PC. I'm That's <laughs> absolutely true,
3: I have to say. <laughs> I have, I've been playing Crisis recently, and I haven't had time to play because I've been working for you stinky guys. And it's been horrible. I'm having pangs to get back to it again. I'm wow. loving it. Aww. Where are you in I've just gone into the mines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were all loving it at that point.
1: <laughs> uh, number two, Did you get any further than that, Tim? No
2: spoilers! Um, yeah, I've gone into it, and it crashed, so I just uh, haven't gone back to it.
1: That was a dodged a bullet there. <laughs>
3: It's, I've heard it's not that bad after then.
1: Graham thinks it's not that bad. I think it is that bad. Well, no, I don't think it's terrible. I just think it's completely... It, it's not so much that it's you know, relentlessly awful after that point. It's just it's never brilliant again. There's not a single bit after that that I think is... Why? You, you know, can
2: punch it? crabs into space, though. How yeah, long, although
1: you so never find a crab again after that. So this is, this is at number
0: three. How long has <laughs> it been on
2: sale now? Some time.
1: Where was it?
0: So it's been on sale now, what, uh, three weeks?
2: Something like that.
0: And it's still all right. It's not number one, though, is it?
2: No, nope. it's okay. at number three.
0: Let's see what's at number two.
2: Football Manager 2008. Yeah, you've
0: got to love that football. It's good that it's beating Championship Manager. Um, football Manager, um, next year, it's all going to get very interesting with Football Manager Live. You can read all about it on a new issue. <clears throat> the really interesting thing for me is that Football Manager Live is simpler than Football Manager 2008. It's a really simple... It's like fantasy football, you know, which has been you know, huge in this country for years. Obviously, it's not a PC game. But it's, it's like fantasy football on a PC, is really accessible and I really think it can get millions and millions of players and it's going to make an absolute shitload of money for Sega. Which is why we're talking about it in the new issue, anyway. Because it's going to make loads of money for Sega. it's <laughs> all the reason we, 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 we need it. We, we, we did actually have this discussion, <laughs> I was writing my editor's intro and, um, and I, was, I was tapping away going, oh, I think the manager live is really interesting because it's going to make shitloads of money and, and Tim said, don't you think you should just describe it as going to be the most successful game of Next, year?" I said... Yeah, you're probably right, actually. I just get obsessed with money. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what happens when you're in charge of budgets. Yes.
3: Yeah. Can I crack my neck on your My hand. head hurts. Oh, God. Okay, everyone be
0: hand? really quiet while John cracks his head.
3: Oh, oh God! God. Oh. His head's
2: falling off! Oh. Much louder than anticipated. <laughs> Never, ever do that again in my
0: presence. I'll describe what happened for you there in slow motion. He, he literally grasped his head in both hands <laughs> and twisted it like he was Sam Fisher it was like the trying exorcist. to kill himself. <laughs> Man, we've got to do a video podcast. That's <laughs> just outrageous. John is
2: technically an owl now.
1: Full <laughs> 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 180s. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: number one is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Ooh. Modern warfare oh,
0: modern, modern. modern Wombat. Modern Wombat. <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty 4 Modern Wombat. Excellent. Um, I, I think we talked about this yeah. last time on the podcast, how
1: badly I got I'm owned severely by... But I'm
0: so glad to find that everyone else did too. I'm severely addicted to the multiplayer at the moment are you?
2: Yeah. I, I think really the is
1: a bit ruined by grenades. I yeah. enjoyed it at first when no one really knew how to kind of spam grenades and how to just reap really cheap kills. But now that people have got good, it's just you walk five steps, you get blown up by a grenade and you get to watch in the kill cam just to what extent that guy had no idea you were coming. He yeah. didn't aim it at all, just hurled it wherever he wanted to. Is, it, is
0: the blast radius too, too much?
1: Yeah. And it's just that everyone gets a grenade as soon as they spawn right. and you, you're spawning like, you know, 10 times a minute. You're, <laughs> respawning incredibly quickly Yeah, there are, there, so are lots, there are loads of grenades in the game just floating around headquarters,
2: yeah. the headquarters matches which are basically kind of king of the hill stuff um, the grenades farms in those are just um, it's just incredible and there's a perk called Martyrdom, which, when you yeah. die, you drop a
1: grenade. Fantastic idea, but just so irritating. <laughs> <Yeah. in practice. laughs> the trouble is that it's got this like throwback thing, and it took me a long time to realise that it's never worth doing that, because it, yeah. the things are going to explode in half a second. It takes a second and a half to pick it up and throw it anywhere. If
2: you, if you pick up the grenade, it's going to, going to explode in your face. Yeah.
1: There was only one time that I successfully picked up a grenade, and that's when I knifed somebody, and they had Martyrdom, so they dropped a grenade where they lay. And I was there when it actually landed. So that was the maximum possible time I could possibly have had to pick it up and throw it. And I was in the middle of the enemy lines and just saw sort the of grenade pickup icon. So I picked it up and hurled it at another enemy who was running away. And it just hit him square in the back and sent him <laughs> flying over a barricade. And that was fantastic.
0: Right, that's the charts. That is the charts. Um, it's, it's all very good. There's lots of lovely new games in there. It's, it's almost like it's Christmas or something.
1: Yeah.
2: Call of Duty 4 mm. is amazing, actually, that yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay up there all.
0: I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's great that it's selling there, particularly because, um, obviously, it's massive on Xbox 360 as well. But it's obviously selling, I mean, we don't have the actual number of, numbers of copies that it's selling yet, but you know, to, be, to be top of the tree, ahead of Football Manager and Crisis and UT, all the Sims games, you know, that is, that is selling extremely well.
2: It'd be very um, interesting
1: if it beats Crisis. on PC. I think
2: Call of Duty 4 well. is probably the biggest first-person shooter on, um, on any platform now.
0: I think it's bigger than Halo. Call of Duty as a as a series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it certainly looks that way. I mean, it, it wasn't a year ago, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, it's back up there. Shall we talk about some news.
2: All right, then. Tom. There's, there's some important news for you. I don't know if you know this. Deus Ex is
1: coming. Deus Ex Three. Can I do my like the thing I do whenever the music kicks in in the trailer? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how many times do you watched the trailer now? well I
1: wasn't actually obsessed with re-watching the trailer but Craig was doing his news story about it and putting together some screenshots of it and so he had to replay that middle section like 15 times and every time I heard that music kicking in the background Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, this I is because to, I'm, I really wanted to like be at a convention or something when this was announced, you know, Deus Ex Con, and then the trailer comes on. You'd have stripped, Megan run around the room, wouldn't you? <laughs> as well, it is, woo. I watched it in a darkened room on my own like every other Deus Ex fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, the, the, the thing is, we, we have no idea when this game is coming because the, the thing is, I think they've released this trailer far too early. They've basically said, yes, we're making it. And my guess is that they've got a tech demo and they've got some target footage. I suppose they've they got proof of concept. Yeah. Well, that is very, very early days. Yeah. Uh, if, if if we see this game in Christmas 2010, I think that's that's probably the, the likeliest early point.
1: So this is. Um, I, I I could see the end of 2009. Maybe. But, but um, this is a good thing because it means there's still time for Harvey Smith, who has now left Midway. Yes, he has. To join up to IDOS <laughs> and become project lead or a lead <laughs> yeah. designer or whatever. Maybe. Um, Harvey because Smith he
0: did a great job with Black Sight.
1: Yeah, Harvey <laughs> Smith, his name is, is a little bit muddy, <laughs> <laughs> having been the leader on um, Deus Ex 2. You and can read all about Blacksite.
0: that in the, news, in the news section
1: of our new issue. But right? it is worth bearing in mind Harvey Smith was the lead designer on Deus Ex. Warren Spector was project lead, but Harvey Smith was the lead designer, so he's responsible for a huge amount of what yeah. makes Deus Ex brilliant. But just to, just to bear in mind, Warren,
0: Smith, uh, Warren Spector has a great beard, and Harvey Smith looks like Graham. Yeah. Harvey
3: Smith looks like Graham if he was cool. And Graham. He looks <laughs> like if Graham He cool, was cool. He'd be a
0: bit like Quentin as well.
3: Like a cross between Quentin and Graham. No, no, like, Ragnar Tunvix is Quentin. Looks like Quentin. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Ragnar right. Tunvix is a peculiarly young looking man. Yeah. Wow. Sprightly and youthful.
2: Who really likes girls. That's a fun comment. He does, con, by he by loves yeah. girls. Anyway, he oh, uh, doesn't.
1: So. that so why he keeps making games with that?
2: Um, Day 6 3 is it going to be good?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cross platform. And as was Invisible War.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be too console-y for most PC gamers' tastes, and it's not going to be faithful to the original Deus Ex, and people are going to hate it. But it's going to be good anyway. It's going to be written Just by like the person
3: like who wrote Mist. Hooray! There really? are certainly some concerning yeah. things about the Who's team it behind again? it. The um, What's his name? Her name, I can't remember. Oh, right, okay. It's not her I think it's part. a lady, rather than a gentleman. Hmm. But, oh, uh, I met the come here
0: first for your information. We've got all the facts. <laughs> 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 he slash he sh-
3: wrote Mist, which does not uh, fill me with... Uh, Joy and I've delight. met the guy who
0: starred in Mist, and he was lovely.
2: Really, I felt
3: really bad because
2: we'd slagged his games. So but if he
3: stars in it, that's different. It's not his. No, but
2: he 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 designed the. He's like lead designer and writer and kind of brainchild of Mist, and he stars in them as well. Can't remember his name.
3: I, I think he probably carries a concealed weapon just on the off chance that he ever met me, <laughs> Yeah. and he'd stab me to death as soon as he saw you'd me. You'd
2: be so upset if you met him because you'd just feel really. Well,
3: sad. I've met I've met d- d- developers who uh, who've I've, uh, and it's always awkward and stuff, but I just like to say you know, if you make a good game, then you'd like me a lot more than you do right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that makes them feel a lot better. Um, um, anyway, DSX, yeah, yeah, um, it does have a better chance of staying true to the original DSX than DSX2 did, um, apart from the team behind it, um, because it's, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be set further in the future. Um, DSX2, one of the main problems was that it was set in a really sci-fi place, so it wasn't very relatable, it didn't feel very kind of convincing. Um, this, obviously there's a lot of talk going around that it's a prequel because that date, 2027, on the ballot box. And then the fact that they removed that date in the HD version of the trailer. So, conspiracy, obviously they saw they revealed too much and they took it out. I think that is a ploy <laughs> to make people think precisely that. You're crediting or, it with a lot of uh, a lot of cunning. Or just an attempt to offset the misinterpretation that this means the game's going to be set in 2027. Because I don't think it can be set in 2027. And I think it's going to be set about 20 years after that. Because the images you're seeing there are being flashed over a revolving fetus, whose name is Emile, if you look very closely at a little name tag on it, and that's bound to be an important character, almost certainly the player character, I think. And so he's going to be an adult when The events of Deus Ex 3 take place, and that puts it in, uh, let's see, kind of late 2030s, early 2040s, which is around the time Paul Denton goes into active service at UNATCO, <laughs> and... Oh this God. is never going to end. <laughs> Tom, uh, as, you, as you can see, Tom knows far too much about Deus Ex, <laughs>
0: but you can read all these, these uh, conspiracy theories of Tom's in the new issue. It's, um, it's a good story, actually. Yeah, my bet best, is five
1: to ten years before the events of Deus Ex 1. Very good. Is it not speculation
0: be... anywhere on Deus Ex 3.
3: Is it not, not going to be... Are they not saying 18 months development cycles on their games? So uh, they be sooner. Fresh? Fresh? Publishers,
0: mm-hmm. they lie and they cheat. Speaking of publishers... Active Lizard.
1: Acti Blizzard, Blizzard or, or Actard, Actard is amazing. Black
0: Division, um, Blizzard. Black Division, Black Division. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <make> black exploitation games. <laughs> we can only hope um, no, shaft the game coming from Black Division. Um, so yes, uh, in, a, in a very complex and huge deal, so something like nineteen million dollars, be a billion dollars,
1: trillion dollars, billion dollars.
0: Um, uh, so Vivendi have technically bought. Activision, but they're splitting off Blizzard and possibly some of Sierra to combine with Activision, and the upshot is absolutely nothing, because the games will still be made in the same way as they always have been.
1: Yeah, it's a slightly weird situation, because Vivendi own uh, like 51% of the shares. Mm. They're going to opt out to 70, apparently. But Mm. uh, the CEO is Activision's CEO, and apparently, typically, in mergers of this kind, the company whose CEO becomes CEO of the new company is kind of the dominant party. Yes. Even if Although you
0: can't argue with 52%
2: ownership from Vivendi. There, so. There's two things about this. One, um, it's Ori. not just Vivendi the games, it's Vivendi the enormous media conglomerate yeah. noticing that games are really important. And I think that's really helpful.
0: Well they realized that a while back when they bought Blizzard.
2: Well yes. But I think they're and um, Sierra. And but buying the second biggest publisher and turning yeah. into the biggest publisher yeah. is a fairly impressive statement of your games. We should probably investigate that. Yeah. Um, two, EA are no longer um, the world's biggest publisher.
0: Well, Can that's they, they won't be once the deal goes through. It's going to take six months for all this to filter through.
3: Can I make my Surfer Girl st- style uh, prediction? like EA buy Ubisoft by September.
0: Mm, September. Never happen. That's Ubisoft is too big. Nah. They're, they're they, own, big, they own, like loads of shares in them already, don't they? They do. But uh, uh, about twenty percent. I don't think they'll be their holding in there. I, I think it's more likely they'll buy someone like Codemasters.
3: Yeah,
2: we'll see. Um, we love Eidos. boring business talk. <laughs> Who's yeah. going to
0: buy Atari? Uh,
2: not me. The guy who runs my chip Sorry, shop. Sorry, I haven't got Ooh. my wallet with me. We could all
3: club together. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's really. Sorry, rude. Atari. <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
2: um, we're not laughing. At so, misfortune. Um, moving on to the happier times. It's Christmas. Hey!
0: Uh, as you can tell, we're all wearing our. Christmas hats and... I, uh, I took Christmas photos of this podcast, by yeah. the way. Awesome. I was. Um, <laughs> <Really? I'm laughs> sure. Christmas hats so invisible hat Christmas hats. Did you? Why yeah. were you wearing a Christmas hat
2: yesterday? Uh, went out for lunch with
1: NCSoft.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Do you know why I can't wait until the 15th of December, which is in the past if you're listening now, <laughs> but in the future to mean right now?
1: Is it because it's the day before my sister's birthday? Yes, that's weird. Um, taking her out for dinner. <laughs> no, it's Saucy. because it's because um, your nine-year-old sister, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: it's because um, that's when all the Christmas, sorry, Winter Vale stuff starts happening in World of Warcraft. And I get a flying reindeer, and I get a little hat, and snowballs, and a flying stuff. reindeer. Yes. You ride it. Yes. Oh my God. See, I, I'm so Do to we make... all get them. No, you don't. You get one if you've get a fly, If you
3: got a flying mount. Oh, that I'd, sucks. I'd like to make a very important point. Please. And I was just thinking about this earlier when we were talking about... Uh, I'd, I'd love this podcast to be full of important points. Ne- absolutely. <laughs> this is going to this, this be a new story. This important is the highlight. About Here we go. CBG headline coming right up. Yep. Uh, John Walker says, um, I think about this need for speed as well. We're, we're playing. We buy a game. We should be given everything because it's a toy for us to play with and have fun with. This idea that we get so excited because we're going to be pandered and given a hat... <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. When John,
2: we buy a game John, we should just be inundated no, with fun come on, things. No, then there'd be
3: no
0: kind of there's no, no point in in um, uh, you know continuing playing the, the game. Christmas. It's all about reward, you get incremental reward.
3: Common, you know, you know when you theory.
2: put rats in a maze and you give them a little yeah. bit yeah. of time. Yeah. Right? If you give the rats everything, I'm a rat in a maze. You'll just have give a, me cheese. You'll just, you'll just have a fat. Small
1: pack. pieces. So I would like to, to argue. Healthy. That sounds like Impents. an Adam Partridge <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would like to argue that as human beings, we should be aiming slightly higher than the ambitions of a rat. Ah, come on. If you load up a game and it gave you everything,
0: well, let's say it's a racing game, right? A really good racing game, but everything was unlocked from the very beginning.
3: pgr three does that. I'd like, be, say, that'd that'd be be I'd like to say... That's i like Crisis gives you all your abilities straight away. You don't have to learn the Metroid Prime 3, which isn't a PC game, but well, it doesn't take all your abilities away at the beginning. Far better game for it. Give you fun stuff, let you enjoy it. Then you just have to make a better game. Well, I can see your point, but I'm going to overrule you because it's my podcast. What's that? Really? <laughs> <Hey>.
1: I concede. <laughs> <laughs> um, last Christmas in City of Heroes. Hey, um, there's <laughs> a brilliant... Um, Christmas event where you're hunting giant snowmen through the city which is cool A because you know giant Mm snowmen and B because it was actually a genuine reward because they gave huge amounts of XP crazy experience so everyone was just levelling up like crazy and it probably felt like Christmas you know you're really being given something of import rather than just you know hats but Don't knock the hats (laughs) hats. Speaking (laughs) of um, the free flying reindeer admittedly that's much cooler but in City of Heroes, everyone got a free Christmas jetpack. So if you didn't take flying as your travel power, you could fly around with this Christmas jetpack and add it's little sparkles and a jingle could in. Could you it.
2: only use that during Christmas?
1: Um everyone got one and it lasted for like, I think, half an hour's total flying time. So you okay. could save it for as long as you like. That's, That's rubbish.
3: And you could throw snowballs at your friends. Yeah. Which I yes, think you, you can, do can do that in World of And in,
1: even in Eve Online you can throw snowballs at your friends because okay, you can build a snowball launcher onto your ship. Snowballs. <laughs>
2: um is there any more snow uh, Christmas related cool stuff in games. Yes, but Tim,
0: Tim, you're slouching. By uh, the yeah.
2: Way. I'm trying to go for the entirely horizontal.
0: I think
3: I think I, you can hear it in your I'm voice when you're <laughs>
0: slouching. You can you can tell I've got, you know, perfect posture.
3: It's very hard for the uh, box and wedges to feed him grapes if he doesn't slouch. That's true. That's true.
1: More more grapes. More grapes. <claps> Dancing <Does it> girls. <laughs> if you own Darwinia, you should fire it up now, uh, anytime in December, and you'll find the little green Darwinians are all wearing Christmas hats. Fantastic. Because Darwinia is pre programmed to do that for you. Which is awesome. Unfortunately, though, DEF CON doesn't appear to have any Christmassy things going on, at least not right now. (laughs) We started up just before this podcast and nothing seemed to be different. But there is a mod whereby the nuclear warheads are changed to presents, and your task is to distribute these presents to as many people as possible by firing them at the most populated cities. That is beautiful.
2: Do you foot all your launches at the North Pole?
1: I guess you could. (laughs) (laughs) I think there is, like, fighters are reindeers and (laughs) bombers are sleds or something.
2: What are the submarines?
1: Uh, Submarines would be, you know, the water-based reindeers. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. them,
2: like um, manatees.
1: Manatees. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I've I've got
2: to write a children's book about the the Christmas manatee.
1: (laughs) The saddest manatee in all the world.
3: (laughs) Does anyone remember if you had to pay for Christmas lemmings or was it completely free? Was it? was it on a cover disc? I I think it was on a cover disc, and it was like we normally have turkey. (laughs) <laughs> I see what
0: you did there Oh, the delayed reaction uh, <laughs> That's very good
3: But I love Christmas Because like, Christmas Lemmings was like this massive delight Of like, oh, it's loads more Lemmings And they all had little Christmas hats on And all the music was Christmassy And it was all themed That was brilliant That was back in the good old days That was yep. back when games used to be good yeah. More of that piece Not like now when they're all rubbish Yeah, they're all rubbish, aren't they? Yeah, uh, all rubbish Yeah
2: if, um, if developers release a patch So everyone in Call of Duty Wears Christmas hats I'd be really happy That <laughs> would be totally sweet And also cool I would um, like
1: a patch for portal where the companion cube is now wearing a Christmas hat. <laughs> 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 or just has a Christmas hat painted on its little heart. It's just sick and wrong.
0: Um, what else we got? Well, we
2: also wanted to talk about 2008 um, because it's very interesting being, you know, the future. The future. Yeah. Um, and we figured rather than just... 2008, about, good for games. Very good games. And we'd not actually just talk about the games, but talk about some of the cool stuff we're going to be doing in the games. Okay. Because that's why we really play them rather than just, you know... Fair enough. So, um, some cool stuff. Uh,
0: We'll be able to ride a shark.
1: In white gold. In white gold. spiritual spiritual successor to Boiling Point.
0: Um, Have we actually established at what point of the game that screenshot is taken? They're not just taking screenshots of their own bugs, are they?
1: It's a video, (laughs) so it's fairly... convincing you get to <laughs> ride it it's, it's like a far cry like, like world and
0: you, and you can jump on a shark and ride it around
1: yeah it's, i think you just press the you know enter vehicle key when being eaten by a shark <laughs> and you <pretty> much <laughs> just swing yourself on its back it's and much ride around is, for as
0: um,
3: carefully balancing Mount the pot well that's a highlight <laughs> so uh, it's the best yeah, thing definitely. about boiling point were the bugs i think that's brilliant if they just embrace it yeah, yeah. I think make a game based on bugs that'd be awesome <laughs> but how to make them happen all the time wow it's called soldner Yes. I thought it would be cool to
1: make a multiplayer <laughs> game based on cheating so that you just kind of let, leave it really open to, von, to exploits and hacks and things and then just encourage players to try and hack it as <laughs> best they can. And the guy who hacks the best wins.
2: I wouldn't play that. That's a, <laughs> no, I would have made it. I wouldn't play that. Also going to be strangling people with tongs. Tongs. What? tongs. Why do you pronounce it tongs?
0: Tong- tongs are the things you pick tongs. up the cubes with. Tongs. 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 Say,
1: say yes. It again. This would tongs. be. Tongs um, are
0: like sugar tongs. <laughs> I was people with
1: them. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like Hitman Five, where maybe that's a weapon you can just pick up some tongs and <laughs> yeah, throttle someone.
0: Yeah. Gently feed them sugar. Ooh, but no, if you want there, to some. a game you can play as a, a Santa. Oh, Christmas! Christmas
1: level. In
0: Hitman.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but that's um, that's not a special Christmas event that kind of was made especially for it's December. Yeah, it's yeah, you miles can't cr- have
0: that. Piss off a lot of but
2: it.
1: But that is probably the best Christmas mission ever. Yeah, and okay. if you want to feel Christmasy, you should fire that up. Yeah, and, and then, also yeah.
0: dress up as Santa yeah. and kill people.
3: Rather than seeing the film, for instance. Indeed.
1: Also, mm-hmm. um, so latter sections a crisis, very Christmassy, and there was a great bit in Little Big Adventure where you pass out in a blizzard and wake up with a snowboard, <laughs> and then there's just a surreal section you, where you, you've got this kind of weird thing
0: about Little Big Adventure, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it's one of my favourite games. It's your like? French upbringing, yeah, because mm. you yeah, know Francis, obviously, I'm from France. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, do um, you own um, France? No, not mm. yet. I mean, I've are got you, like 52 <laughs> <laughs> um, I <strangling>, am Chirac. <laughs>
0: strangling people with tongues. You're talking about Left 4 Dead, aren't you? Yes. Yes, the,
1: the, the smoker, I believe, is the class of that zombie that I do think
0: that. that's going to be out in,
3: I'm making a guess here, I think that's going to be out in
1: May March I think March May March, March.
3: May. March. March. When I was I was sat inside the very Valve itself, and there was the very Valve. Yes, this computer was sat there with a Steam account just for me, and on there was uh, episode two. Oh, that's Portal, and there at the bottom was Left for Dead. And I'm, if I just double click in it, I'll be playing Left for Dead. But then I also realised every single computer in all of Valve would we'll say John Walker is playing Left for Dead. Sticking journalists stolen your game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we'll see who's right. In May. March. <laughs> uh,
2: we'll be pulling bullets out of our legs.
1: In 5.2. Two. Yes. Ow, Which really? is awesome. I think oh, this God. is um, a very important and much welcome departure from the horrible med kit mechanic and even the horrible regeneration mechanic. Mm. Call of Duty, it's a war game, and suddenly... If you don't take too many bullets at once, you'll f- be right. fine when you duck back into the trench. <laughs> that just seems like a total betrayal of you yeah. know recapturing I what war's like. I think pulling likely. bullets out of your leg
0: might be a bit much.
1: But yeah, pulling bullets out of your leg, obviously, not that realistic. But it would actually do you some good. I mean, like that is what you're supposed to do if you've got a bullet in you. And I think Spallers. if if Wolfenstein 3D like pliers
2: pliers, pliers. 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 pliers would be weird. Maybe, Maybe should <laughs> 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 have tongs. I said, I have sugar tongs. I have a bullet in my leg. <laughs> Pass the tweezers.
1: Um, Yes, I think if Wolfenstein 3D had had a mechanic whereby when you're shot, you have to pull the bullets out of yourself instead of picking up hot meals from the floor, <laughs> then we wouldn't have med kits That's today. Probably and it true. Would Everyone be... else would have copied them. Yeah, um,
0: I, I think it should be uh, more along uh, the American healthcare system, whereby you, know, you, you have you have <laughs> you money, over. and then when you get shot, you just lose money.
1: Yeah, you just have to pay to get yourself treated. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good.
2: I've just realised how surreal it is that um, Castle Wolfenstein was fu- was filled with roast dinners. All over the place. Yep. And yet the dogs and never ate them. Pretty As opposed to... That's hardly the least surreal thing about it. <laughs> As opposed to robo-nuts, robo-Hitler with
0: four chain guns. That yeah, was did surreal. I happen. can kind that of accept happen.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Why
0: well, have you got um, order Earl Grey tea on this list? Then?
1: Yep, that's another thing you will be doing in 2008. Mm-hmm. Isn't
0: this just your shopping list? <laughs> no. This Sugar is... Tongs, Earl Grey tea... Tea <laughs>
1: hot. Let's, let's say it right. Tea, Earl Grey, hot. In Star Trek Online. It's now confirmed that you can order Earl Grey tea from the replicators in the game. And that is all I need to know. <laughs> that's, that's we don't cool. need to review that, guys. Just let people know. I it. was asked about Star understand. Trek
0: Online. Uh, no, one, no one mentioned Star Trek Online to me for about, for about six months. And then I was at uh, a thing in Cambridge a few weeks ago. And uh, the student, um, hello if you're listening, by the way. I can't remember your name. Um, he was actually wearing a Star Trek communicator, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> cool and, in uh, what circles? And he said, what about Star Trek Online? And I said, yeah, good point. I haven't known anything for a while. Um, who knows if it's even still being made, but
3: first there we go. We've just heard from them. And, first um, screenshot. The other day this, they, they had the a bit of a, yeah. bit of a thing last month, didn't they? Didn't the company making it get dissolved? And yeah, then they
1: got bought by a company who said, um, who kind of wanted to break into games and thought, oh, we should probably do a casual game. So let's buy up this incredibly in-depth, geeky MMO and turn it into a casual game. But I don't think that's actually happening. I think that's just a misspun story because... The developers don't seem to be even aware of this. They're releasing new I dev blog saying how amazingly you know, intricate and complicated. I read all these that dev blog are.
3: yesterday, and it was written by one Mike Stemmel, who is one half of the people who made Sam and Max. Wow! It suddenly, makes me very, very excited. So, <laughs> is Star Trek Online, Online going to be full of slightly bizarre humour. I read really, if it is that would be fantastic. He describes himself as the story hologram. <laughs> oh um, my word! Okay, and uh, yeah, if he's writing story, that actually might have some exciting potential. We're going to it's um, in crossing the Beams next year as well. Crossing yeah. the Beams. Yeah. I think yeah. you're talking
0: about uh, Ghostbusters now, aren't you? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Everyone's gone actually, yeah. hey, if actually berserk about Ghostbusters. <laughs> when I first heard about this a few months ago, I thought, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Cool. And then suddenly it's on every games magazine cover going, apart from my house. Um, we must
2: um, Maybe not, because one of the things that was really cool about Ghostbusters, they didn't really shoot people, they captured people. Yeah, yes.
0: well, they captured a, a few ghosts. A few ghosts,
2: now they're going to give you a
0: shotgun. What? Oh, basically, it's a kind of a ghosty shotgun. Isn't yeah, it's right a ghost know. beating
1: shotgun. This and is, a minigun. No, this is this is elite force all over again. Yes. <laughs> Where oh. it's Star Trek, and here's your phaser, and you know, it feels very Star Trek, and then. Here's your muscle contoured body armor and your Star Trek shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, just but, an but FPS but with
3: Ghostbusters is being written by Dan Aykroyd, and that's fabulous.
0: I, I wasn't sure if that was a misprint when I first read that, but no, actually, yes. It's
3: going to awesome. star him, and I think miss- it's because they, 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 Murray, they maybe yeah. they
0: just can't get the third one made, or or they don't want to do it, do it as a film. But this is a, essentially it's, um, it's, it's, kind of the them third in the trilogy. The, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: On the one hand, it's good to have a good writer who's you know actually from things that were written well (laughs) but on the other hand it's always disturbing when it's not a games writer or it's not games people who are going to be making it good because it's perfectly possible to have geniuses from film and from um, novels and from anywhere else in any other medium come into a game do brilliant work and make an absolutely shit game because they don't understand what makes a good game
0: Did you say money hats a second ago Tim? Yes Right Apropos of
2: Well I think to get Ghostbusters license and all the stars involved other than Sigourney Weaver you have to be wearing a hat made of $100 bills.
3: Have they got I've Rick Moranis? Yeah. Really? No way! What oh, oh, does he do nowadays?
2: He probably, they probably just wheel him out on a kind of bed.
3: Yeah. Honey, I looked at the kids, they're fine. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, I thought
0: you were going to make a very tasteless joke there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to libel Rick Moranis. Possibly. That would be a good plan. That's
2: not. Um, play trumpet to Dalian's. And also make them mate. <laughs> uh,
3: okay, yep,
0: spore? I know what this is. Yep. I, I, the mating thing sounds like Spore. I, the trumpet thing is...
1: There's sexy music. Is that part you... of
3: the mating? Playing trumpet? One it works
1: for me.
0: Spore, you
2: can either uh, kind of create armies of little aliens and send them off. Or if you want to play peacefully, you can create armies of little aliens and send them off with trumpets. And they will um, culture
1: people. Culture people up. i going to culture you so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, it's kind of jazz will take over your, you know,
2: uh, take Jazz over your in space. jazz to corrode your society.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Sigh. Oh, that was rubbish. Yeah. I would track that joke. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> you uh, joke it, you can't unjoke it. Stricken,
2: And we're going to lose our humanity as well.
1: No!
0: <laughs>
1: and and in the game...
0: Space siege. <laughs> yeah. Space
2: Which space is siege. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. Can, right, I'm going to public. You cannot siege space. <laughs> 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 space. Think thing about space is it's, it's actually... It's infinite. It yeah, cannot be besieged. It's constantly expanding, and reality <laughs> is expanding I think their point so is... If you try and surround reality... <laughs> okay, all right, you've
0: made your point. <laughs> <laughs> you can't besiege space, but you can have a, a siege in space, can't you? Technically or doing that in this room. Would well, in fact, I, I know what goes on in the game. You're, you're basically working your way through this bloody enormous spaceship, which is, which is really nice, really interesting environments, and kind of very 3D, lots of... Great big sort of great big spaces, um, but there's no sense in which you're besieging anything. In the same way, the dungeon siege so doesn't actually. You contain can't contain any besiege, uh, the idea of bes- you know you can't besiege a dungeon unless you're kind of surrounding it and pelting it with rotting cows.
3: And if it's this dungeon, really a dungeon, you can't get around it exactly. You've to be earth. in the earth
1: But you're already you inside you the spaceship. Yeah. Unless you built another dungeon around it in <laughs> <a> ring shape, <laughs> Basically besiege the walls um, of that.
0: Chris <laughs> Taylor, your game name is rubbish. Yep. Rename it immediately and dungeon siege retrospectively.
2: <laughs> there are actually no sieges in Dungeon Siege either. I just want to point that out. That's true. And I don't think there's well, many there dungeons might be, either. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are dungeons. Are there?
0: Plenty of dungeons. Well, there's I caves. Could, and all I can remember is a donkey. No, there, yeah, there are dungeons. Okay. I think it was an ass or a mule. Oh, was a mule. Yeah, yeah. of course.
3: Ross, are you excited about Dragon
0: Age still? Um, I, I would be if I'd seen anything on it in about a year or something. I know. I it's all gone it very game. quiet. I think Bioware has been a little... A bit busy with um, Mass Effect, yeah. which I they still haven't announced is coming to PC. Yeah. Despite me having some fairly reliable information on it about six <laughs> months ago, yeah. Or the head of the company. What <laughs> we're trying to <laughs> work
1: out though is, will they will they get Mass Effect out on PC before Dragon Age? Or I
0: think Dragon at the Age moment West? they're
1: a bit busy counting their money as well. <laughs> <laughs> well i just think you don't want to release those two games anywhere near each other because they're very similar, and you don't want to. Well, they are split a bit. Your audience, yeah. 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 I'd say they're not very similar, similar really. last I night. mean.
0: The, um, in Mass Effect. <laughs> in Mass Effect. Well done. Um, d- development on Dragon Age is is still continuing at pace. We do know that, but um, they haven't shown anybody it for a while.
3: And I'd like enough. to say, having played a bit of Mass Effect, I'd like to say, Bioware, please, please, please make a different game. Please, their MMO is going to start off on a planet where you do your first level, <laughs> and then when you leave that planet, it's going to blow up. It's <laughs> absolutely guaranteed. Spoilers <laughs> for
2: Kotor <laughs> and Mass Effect. <laughs> uh. And that's about it for 2008. Actually, that's Tim, all we're going to do in 2008. Yeah. yeah. After not much you, then.
1: After you slept with your hot alien babe, did you say to your second in command, "Inform the men, I'm raided with an alien"? <laughs> Is that one of the options? Uh, no, but it's Zach Brannigan.
2: No, I didn't. Or I Futurama said, thing. "Let's do it again."
1: Right. <laughs> Is that an option? Yes. Dirty?
2: Yes.
0: Dirty. Most looking got blue skin. Most. I'm looking on your list. I've just pinched Tim's list of things to talk about. Most looking forward to question mark. Uh, yeah, what, what, could, what could that mean? What actual game <laughs> do you want what to could play? This mystery topic be. Um, <laughs> um, which do you most look? And what does it say about you? What does it say about me? I think I'm probably look- And it's not just because John mentioned it, but um, there hasn't been for me a decent fantasy RPG since Oblivion. I really am looking forward to Dragon Age, so I'm a bit disappointed not to see anything like that the last few months. Um, what does it say about me? <laughs> I like goblins. <laughs> And dwarves. <coughs> and dwarves. Um, so, so we've got... You know, I thought you were going to say Fallout 3. Um, yeah, that's, I am, hugely. But I, I, because I already know loads about Fallout 3, I suppose I'm looking forward to knowing a lot more about Dragon Age because yeah. they're, what they're talking about doing with Dragon Age is really different. Um, they really are trying to uh, break away a lot of the stuff that they've kind of got a reputation for doing repeatedly, as, as you pointed out, John. Um, and I know so much about Fallout. It's just kind of a given that that's going to be great. It's, just, it's already on my schedule to play in sort of, you know, October when it's going to be released. Um, but yeah, Dragon Age is, is kind of the unknown for me. That's why I'm, that's why I'm excited about it.
1: Uh, how about you, Tom? Mine would be Left for Dead, mm. which is um, slightly disconcerting. Cause it's actually going to be one of the earlier games, if me and John are right. Uh, right. next year so after <laughs> that I don't know if, like, what I'll be looking forward to most but Left 4 Dead obviously just hugely excited about that because mm. I have played it and it is absolutely amazing really it's like- absolutely perfect it's, um, I previewed the Orange Box games like two, three months before we reviewed them um, and played Left 4 Dead at the same time Left 4 Dead was more finished then than any of the Orange Box games were it was the only one that had no glitches, no bugs, no, no, absolutely nothing wrong with it whatsoever. It was just perfectly polished, every single frame. You could just hammer the screenshot key in that game and you'd never get a glitch or a bug or anything. Yeah. It's extraordinary.
0: I mean, Valve haven't, haven't told us uh, what the release date is for Left 4 Dead or why it's not out yet if, if it's already finished, um, which, which it seemed to be. But um, I think they're probably just waiting for, for the, the Orange Box and Team Fortress 2 buzz to go down a bit. You know, they don't need to be releasing great multiplayer shooters every three months. So it makes sense to release it in spring or summer.
1: It's also um, really exciting because of what they'll be releasing with it, which is uh, not in terms of other games, but um, they're kind of rolling out bits of the Steam community per game. So Team Fortress 2 was kind of the launch of the real Steam community and kind of the multiplayer stats and friends and groups and that kind of stuff. And then with Left 4 Dead, they're going to be rolling out the party system and the one-click join um, matchmaking and all this kind of skill ranking things and more in-depth stats about how good a player you are, you know, whether you shoot your teammates, whether you um, save people mm. a lot. And Left Dead's a perfect game to test that with because it's incredibly dependent on good team play. Friendly fire is locked to one, you can't turn it off. Um, so you're always shooting your teammates. And you get little kind of achievements and demerits at the end of each level saying how many people you saved, how many uh, you know how much team damage you um, actually inflicted, and also how much damage you inflicted by reckless behaviour. So mm. I so think you it's
0: another game to be a dick in.
1: Yeah, it, it seems pretty likely that
0: that this is not perhaps not the reason for the delay of Left 4 Dead, but they're they're, they're feeling that um, they've got to get these these community aspects right. Yeah. to go with this game. That's because, as important as the it's game It's built for it, isn't it? You know, it's built for co and you need
1: to be able to trust the people exactly. you're playing with online, and so you need to know everything it's, you can about. it. It's not going
0: to be as easy as dropping into a Counter Strike game where, um, you know, it's it's a you kind of have to cooperate to a certain degree, but not completely. Yeah. Everyone can just run off and do their own thing, really.
1: This stuff is all Steam community-wide, so you'll be able to use it in Team Fortress 2 and Counter-Strike and that kind of stuff. So you'll be able to like, get a couple of people together and play a game of Counter-Strike with a few clicks. And that's what's that's awesome. really cool, then. What are you looking forward to, John?
3: Um, obviously, Fallout 3 and, and Dragon Age both appeal. But I think, when I look through the list, I'm most excited about Mafia 2. Really? Yeah. Mm. I love Mafia very, very much. Um, it's, a, it's a really great game. It's oh. a bit of a
0: it's a bit of a, a kind of a lost gem. It doesn't come up very often when people talk about great games the last five years. But it had its own kind of style and had a
3: beautiful story, really yeah. powerful story. And and yeah. and once they you know made that awful race possible to finish, there was pretty much nothing wrong with the rest of the game. I, I really loved it, and I really loved the way you know the cars were cons- constantly evolved as you went through the years, and the city d- adapted to you. And and it had a lot of kind of GTA stuff going on in mm. it that you could muck around with. That, who we're, really remember? we're
0: going to be seeing more of that in a, in a couple of months, or Ooh, maybe a little bit less, even, so um, I'll make sure someone else gets to go on that trip. Thanks. Um, Thanks no much. problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Timmy? Um, probably StarCraft II. Um, I cannot understand your, your endless passion for StarCraft II.
1: It's going to be awesome. It just it, leaves
0: me cold. Uh, it's just so. I mean,
2: I've got a, a thing for Blizzard Games anyway, but um, just in terms of the way they make. Uh, RTS games and the way they make them um, just so kind of perfectly balanced, so so clever, and every unit has this kind of distinct role and personality that you can spend years developing an understanding of. I think it's just going to swallow me whole. <laughs> Plus, I'm really excited to find out what they're going to do with the Zerg. Because the Zerg and Starcraft, although they're amazing, um, they don't really necessarily get the the idea of infection, which is something that I think they had this, this single troop called um, Infected. Um, you could just infect the, the single marines in um, Starcraft. And it was quite cool. It was a really nice mechanic. I've got half a feeling that they're going to use that infection thing as a kind of major idea for the Zerg. I don't really know why I think that, but I think it's going to be cool. <laughs> so in about five months, if they do announce what they're going to do with the Zerg, and I'm wrong, you're allowed to slap me. But if I'm right, wrong, was... you have
0: to give me £100. It was okay. a big... What? <laughs> it was a big... Um... Hey, I have, to, I have to eat 12 hats if Alan Wake comes out. No, two dozen hats yes. if Alan Wake comes out in January.
1: It was a big uh, part of rush Warcraft it, 3's mechanics it. with the undead was that as people die, you can kind of yeah. turn the tide of a force by summoning them all back to life. And so converting is actually not similar to that, so yeah, they've yeah. kind of already got the prototype for balancing that. Starcraft 2
0: sounds really boring.
1: I <laughs> think it's going to be awesome.
0: Empire Total. We haven't even mentioned Empire Total War. That'd be rubbish. That's uh, <laughs> going to be bloody awesome. Yeah, it is.
3: I was reading uh, Jim's, I think it's Jim's review of... Medieval 2 expansion. Kingdoms. Mm. Kingdoms. Uh, Kingdoms. I think it was Jim's review. Tim? Tim yeah. did the original and Jim did... Tim Kingdoms. Stone did the original and Jim did the expansion. Oh, yeah. um, I think... Oh, who's that? That's mine. I'm meant to turn it off. Right. Have to oh, I'm, it. On a, I'm just going yeah. to get rid of it. See, mine, if it rang, is, is the Portal song, so it would be appropriate. Mine is oh, the Star no. Trek door
1: Is he actually noise. talking? I'm, yes.
0: I'm, I'm recording a podcast. <sighs> Can I call you back in a bit? It's his mum. That's my sister.
3: Oh. I can't put the phone on my sister. That's true. <laughs> what was I saying? It's found to be really interesting. <laughs> Nobody really knows. Really it, it was lost. something about uh, Medieval Two Kingdoms. Oh, that's right. Um, and, and in the review he says, uh, this is all very good and it's brilliant and it's not advanced the thing very much. What they're going to have to do in future, what they really must concentrate on next is is stuff is naval battles. They're going to really have to work yeah, on work. And I think, well, that was listened to, wasn't it? Definitely. What an excellent prediction by Jim.
0: Yes, although uh, only by about a month. <laughs> the break. No, it was good, yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
2: I think we should finish up now. Before we go, I want to say hello to a um, sixth former at my girlfriend's school who knows who he, who he is, but he won't give out his name because he's too afraid <laughs> everyone on the forum will find out that he's still at school.
0: Um, oh, So hang on, just to put this uh, in the picture here, your girlfriend is a... Is a teacher. Secondary school teacher. Yeah, she's a history teacher at a local school. And she's got a sixth former who is who a is, forumite and... Who is incredibly
2: embarrassed to discover... That his teacher knew all the jokes he was making about Portal,
3: <laughs> and uh, got one up on him. So uh, I just want to say hello to him. Nice. Apparently, my and mom. <laughs> apparently, apparently, my mom got some real kudos when one, she, my mom's a private tutor. She tutors. She used to be a teacher, now she tutors privately. And one of the kids apparently is a big, big PC gaming fan. And he suddenly, her, uh, she shot up in his estimation on finding out that she was the mother of one of PC Gamer's writers. Wow. Did, did he say the John Walker? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, think, I
0: think if anyone ever says your name preceded by the, then you've made that it. That get. You
3: life. just. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't, very quickly, when I went to a, uh, a trip with Kieran once, and all these uh, web kiddies, these kind of really, it was just when the websites were getting going, the really young ones written by teenagers. And they formed an oddly cue to meet Kieran. <laughs> and this, this one kid was shaking, and his hand was physically shaking, and he shook hands with Kieran, and, and Kieran said to him, oh, by the way, this is John Walker from PC Gamer. And he went, yeah. And, <laughs> 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 and I've learned that's my position. I met
2: a reader at Glastonbury once, and uh, he said, are you the eater meds? Like that. And I was with loads of friends. Um, and he said, yeah, so hello, and just started talking to him. And he called all his mates over and said, Look, this is this is Tim Odis. He's really cool. He's just the, the greatest <laughs> moment every time I've ever been called cool in my life. Did they look convinced? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he looks cool. <laughs> wow. So I wrap um, up? I think oh, actually there's a oh, couple no, oh, no, things. On. Tom's
0: claim to fame. <laughs> oh yeah, well,
1: my, we get recognised online a lot now. I've online? been recognised a few times in real life from like at things where gamey people are, so I don't know if that counts really. Not really, um, no. But online, I think the Steam community has made us like Kind of minor celebrities, because <laughs> I keep oh, yeah. every yeah. other game of TF2 I play, someone will I'll kill someone and they say, "Damn you, Tom!" And my name's not Tom in game; it's Pentadact, and it's PCG yeah, Pentadact. That. But
2: I don't if it's because if anyone ever sees us online, they just come and join us.
1: Yeah, possibly. Um, but the, before that, the closest I come to online fame was in games. Was we had a Counter Strike spray that was like the four of us. Oh yeah, made up in The Sims. You've been zoned so
0: by PC Gamer.
1: Yeah, and it, so it wasn't even photos of us, but it was um, yeah. the Sims representations of each of us. And then, yeah, you've been pwned by a piece of gamer. And I sprayed that because, you know, they had been pwned by a piece of gamer, frankly. <laughs> and uh, the person I killed came back the next life and specifically shot my head like six times in that <laughs> picture. So he not only knew who I was, but he knew what I looked like enough to recognise my Sims depiction as well. <laughs> and does that, does that make you feel uh, safe walking the streets? Not really. No, me neither. Um, one quick thing, we were going to, Go around quickly and suggest to people Christmas presents other than games that they may wish to invest in this Christmas or something to spend your Christmas money on Oh god. that is um, not games.
0: Okay, I've got, I've got one. This is, this is a great present for, um, for people who don't know a heck of a lot about technology uh, because it makes them think that you know, you've, you've uncovered the greatest piece of technology ever invented and it must have cost hundreds and hundreds of pounds. It's a digital photo frame. You can get these for about 35, 40 quid now. Um, and you, know, you just put a memory card in and they, they just rotate all the pictures on a, on a memory card and they can be you know, battery operated or, or mains operated and you know, your parents will look at you like you're some kind of technological god <laughs> <laughs> it is like living yeah.
2: in the future isn't it Yeah. Uh, I'm going to recommend two books uh, first The Road by Cormac McCarthy that is the most depressing book I've read in years but it's Don't also give it the primary influence like. for Fallout 3 uh, apart from Fallout, or apart or from Fallout Two, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the way through tertiary, term, any <laughs> influence yeah, Is based. it more
3: of an influence of Fallout Tactics?
1: Because <laughs> that
2: would be uh, good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it's brilliant. And um, Cavalier and Clay by Michael Chabon, um, which is about some comic book writers in New York in the early '40s,
3: which is brilliant. Sounds fun. How about you, John? Um, I totally geeked out this week. Um, I saw the Asus EEE. I'm not quite sure how you're supposed to pronounce it. I like the open would pronounce it just going e-! <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I believe that's correct. Um, it's like a laptop half the size of, of a magazine. It's, it's beautiful and tiny and wonderful and, and uh, it's got almost no power in terms of like couldn't play a game on it. Just mm. run it's just about Ron Peggle. But it just looks so beautiful and wonderful. And so I, I costs about 25p as well. 220 pounds. Oh, a bit more. Um, yeah, but yes. still pretty
1: impressive for like if you get an ultra portable laptop, yeah. Yeah. they just go up and up in prices. They get smaller and smaller. So like a one slightly bigger than this EBC, well a fair bit bigger actually, the smallest ultra portable laptop you can get will be, you know, in the region of two thousand pounds yeah. because they're just ridiculous.
3: The tense thing is I've all, I've got one today I've finally managed to secure one. They're selling out everywhere and it's going to be sent to me on Monday. It's got to arrive before twelve because I go to America on my holidays Monday afternoon. Oh yeah. And it might not get there till four, so I might not get it. <laughs> oh. And it won't be changed uh, so on
0: the plane. Yes. Come on Tom.
1: I'm going to recommend um, an album by a band called Architecture in Helsinki called Places Like This which you can hear a bit of by going to the avclub.com, which is The Onion's review site, um, and searching for it. They've got a sample track up there, which is awesome. And the reason I have to recommend it to you is that you will not buy it otherwise, <laughs> because the reviews have not been good. They've all been kind of middling or poor. And every single person who says this is wrong in a <laughs> fundamental and terrible way, because this is the best album of the entire why are year. They, and briefly, why are they stunning. called
0: Architecture in Helsinki? Because I've been to Helsinki twice, and the architecture is kind of
1: ordinary. No good reason. Uh, they're from all over the place but I don't think any of them are actually from Helsinki and I don't think any of them are architects. Fair enough. But it's a cool name.
0: Okay. Uh, is that the Christmas present roundup done? Yep. Is that the Christmas themed podcast done? Yep. Pretty Excellent. Much. Going by the January issue, obviously. Uh, it's out <laughs> on the 20th of December and uh, keep us all on job. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this one and we hope you have a lovely Christmas and New Year uh, and we'll hopefully, hopefully you will join us Uh, in January for our next one. Bye-bye.
2: Ho, ho, ho.